Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Movie Fellas, a podcast where some millennials with little to no knowledge talk about films, both classic and current. I am your host, Matt Rosenberg, and with me this week is Adam Norris. How you doing, Adam? I am alive and breathing. How are you, fellow oh, human? Man, that's, that's just... <laughs> that's such an astute I am not. I am not a robot. I am always happy to be here. Beep boop. Do you want some human food? I mean, regular food? No, haha. Ha, I only eat. I only eat computer chips. I mean, tortilla chips. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> I feel like this is a conversation you guys would have had in college. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It probably was an actual conversation. It was. And hey, uh, hey, David Dool is with us as well, of course. Hey, how right. you doing? I'm better than Hollywood, still, man. That's oh still going strong. <laughs> just keeps getting more. One of the podcasts I listen to has a segment. Every, like they started a segment occasionally where it's like, "Who's going into the bin this week?" And they just uh, Mario Batali, like, a famous yeah. television chef. Mm-hmm. Oh, wrote, really? Wrote a, wrote an apology letter for some sexual misconduct from who knows oh, when, gosh. and then proceeded to leave a cinnamon roll recipe at the very end of it. So oh he's he's still marketing himself while you... apologizing for sexual misconduct. Okay, so I know Adam has, but have you? Okay, hey, so have you seen the um, the episode of Parks and Rec where the senator, what's his face? I've seen keeps the getting in the scan- Yeah, the, the what's his name yeah. keeps keeps getting in the scandals, and then he has a scandal on the way to apologize for the scandal yeah, yeah. that yeah, he yeah. had. Oh, I feel like that is our current like political and like oh, yeah. climate Without right now. Oh, yeah, gosh. that's definitely. It's great. What's this, it. Adam? Do you remember that guy's name? Oh, uh, it was like some classic politician. Councilman like, Dexhart. De- Councilman yeah, Dexhart. Dexhart. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> He's like, on the way to the hospital, I had sex with three nuns. <laughs> You're just so like, bad. wait, what? Uh, what? <laughs> anyway, okay, guys, it is the Christmas season. It's December. We're recording this on December 18th. We're, We're actually doing this early. <laughs> <laughs> i know right it's not the last day of the, day month. of the month yeah which we did the past couple months so yeah yeah so we wanted, to, we wanted to get we'll get into our main topic later but we'll we're ahead uh, of the curve yeah we wanted to do some christmas stuff so you guys having oh, a good uh, christmas season before we started recording both uh adam and haste mentioned they they weren't really into the christmas season this year um why is that? Is it because you hate Christmas and you hate joy and you just hate overall happiness and you want to watch the world burn because that's the kind of movies you My like? sensors indicate sarcasm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, no. in, all, in all serious, I'll add first. I insist. Oh, oh sure. Oh, of course. Um, it was Hanukkah last week. I would say, I mean, Jewish. for me and I mean, Kale and I both, most of our Christmas experience is more family-based. And so because we live five, six hours away from family... <clears throat> True. Most of our Christmas oh, experience okay. is spent traveling, going to other houses. So this year we haven't even bothered to decorate. Like it's six days till Christmas Eve, and it's like, yeah, eh, not really feeling it. So in terms of and the the people we hang out with, they're not really as Christmas y. So I'd say so far the only thing I've done that's even in the spirit of it is what I had to do at the Boys and Girls Club because it's right. it's the holidays and I have to you know do stuff that's like yeah. that but it's Holiday. not that i don't it's not that i don't it's not that this year's like a bad year or anything it's just not as traditional i guess that's how I should right no, that right sense. you're not with the family yeah i feel that yeah i i haven't decorated at all either because it feels kind of like like my fiance for those of you who don't know my, my fiance lives four and a half hours away from me so it's like eh, 
I don't really feel like decorating. I did got one of those things at Walmart, the light displays that does like the twirly twirl thing, and it's on a timer, so it comes on when it gets dark outside. It's really cool. It was a lot easier than. Is it one of Christmas those things that you put too. in that covers your house and LEDs? Yeah, it's really cool, uh, dude. You're one of those people. Hey, listen, all right. It was <laughs> twenty bucks, and it was easier than setting up a bunch of twenty Christmas bucks lights and a pack of Mentos. Speaking yeah. of which, we'll get to in the <laughs> oh, news. But yeah, uh, that's right. Uh, let's uh, let's yeah, let's get into the news. Merry Christmas to everyone who's listening, and Happy New Year and Happy Holiday, whatever you celebrate. Probably Christmas, considering I don't think any. Who knows? Anyway, um, let's get into the news. Last Jedi. Okay, Star Wars The Last Jedi came out on December 15th. And guys, critics love it, all right? It's rocking like a 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. But the fans are very, very mixed on this movie. Oh, yeah. It's like a yeah. 55% I checked earlier today. Yeah, for which I, I, I'd say it probably airs more towards it being more positive because people who seek out to go do a review on Rotten Tomatoes who aren't critics are probably like, well, I got something to say about this, you know. It's like I'm very angry. Yeah, exactly. So, um, Haste and I both saw it, and we can talk about it more in what you're watching, mate. But um, it's been mixed. Uh, I'll just give my upfront. I, I think it's a good film. I need to see it again. It might be a great film. I just have to kind of push past, past all the expectations that I kind of had and kind of move forward. But, uh, Adam, have you seen it? Nope. I'm having to wait until this Saturday to see it. Because uh, every year my family goes, has gone, in the last few years, has gone to a Christmas Star Wars release. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, I, I love that tradition that started. So, as much as I it. love family tradition, I'm having to put off watching a movie I've been <laughs> waiting for for uh, six and a half yeah. months. For another five yeah. more yeah. days. Ugh. Okay, mm. we'll, we'll keep it spoiler free during what yes. you watch me, then. Thank yeah. you. Yes, it's good though. It's Dude, good. I, go, I, I bet go that in. part where Jar Jar, Jar shot Snoke like straight in the face. Yeah, for the yeah, climax. that's what actually. No, Jar Jar has a replacement in its movie. It's called his, It's it's They're actually his his left ear is actually Ray's mother. I and knew his, it. His right ear is actually Ray's grandmother. It's it's a whole big thing. I it's in one ear now the other. That's what the family always says. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I love it. Oh, yeah. So anyway, um, twenty-two million is the no. yeah twenty-two million is the domestic box office. So it's the second biggest opening. Four forty, I think, was worldwide ever uh, in the United States. I think um, I read next somewhere next to the Force Awakens. Huh? You read somewhere? Haste. Hello? Hello? I'm here. Okay. What happened? I don't know. That was weird. I lost you guys for a second. Yeah, I did too. I'm always here. We'll we'll cut that out. We're here. We're here, guys. We won't. We're leaving it in. Oh, gosh. People had to deal with that awkward silence. (laughs) I'll see if I can cut it out. Um, So, yeah, the uh, $220 million... uh, domestic box office i might have said 22 million that was wrong 220 million domestic box office which is the second biggest opening next to the force awakens 450 million worldwide opening weekend that's good um obviously um so uh yeah haste real quick just up front what'd you think of it just good bad ugly okay we we've done this before we're bringing it back we're doing a quick movie reviews with haste 
Oh um, gosh, no! These things last like twenty minutes. No, oh this yeah. is no. I meant the, I the really short. Oh yeah, one these I've are my before. favorite. No, no, keep going. Yeah. Go. Do you want it or do you not? Yeah. Yes, of course. I always okay, want it. So, Don't give away the plot, though. <laughs> this is how Star Wars goes. The, this is it. This is the last Jedi. This is All everything right. you need to know. This movie does everything while doing nothing at the same time. There you go. Illuminati confirmed. <laughs> Four twenty blaze it. <laughs> oh, gosh. oh my god! I speak the yeah, truth. Yeah, that's though. honestly that's really uh, that's that's a great description. Like as odd as it sounds, that is a great description. It is um, spot on. It is yeah. lit, as the kids are saying these days. I think yeah. I'm gonna have that put on my epitaph when I'm when I finally die. <laughs> what? It does everything without doing anything. Or Adam, and it just says lit. Adam, 1994 to, to 2057. <laughs> you're, you're giving yourself another 40 years yeah we'll see i i would hope he's 24 <laughs> we'll see 23 <laughs> we'll see uh, <laughs> i like okay. the positivity so uh yeah we'll talk about maybe a little bit more we we might not actually let's probably not um yes we can do a we side episode with me and you Adam, if we Adam. want that's yeah. fine by me yeah like, we might do that next yeah. week because uh, yeah, cool. i'll be down in florida this week um Okay, so Disney acquired Fox. This is everywhere. Um, it acquired oh, everything but a few, time. yeah, but a few news things. But they bought it Fox in a deal that was fifty-two billion dollars. Um, you know, pocket change. Uh, At least know. for Disney. D- seriously, like I can't even comprehend that much money, dude. I remember in my sixth grade math class, my teacher was like, "If you spent thirty thousand dollars." Every day of your life, from the time you were born and you lived till the time you were seventy-five, every single day of your life, you would not reach close to a billion. That oh, it's just—that's a sad realization. Yeah, it's crazy. And but, yet, you've got companies out there throwing it around like it's. Like well, it's just—I mean, you air. know, you're working with big, big, big stuff. But so that means that uh, Disney has acquired with Disney, which owns Marvel. For those of you who don't know, and that is where the Marvel Cinematic Universe exists. Um, this includes Deadpool, uh, X-Men, and Fantastic Four, which have long been with Fox, and they have long made crappy movies sometimes, but some good X-Men movies, but all bad at Fantastic <laughs> hey. Four movies. You know what else this can... Go ahead. I just don't, I don't want my Days of Future Boys being made fun of. <laughs> I, I love that I love that miniseries, and I wish they somehow could keep it going. Wait, what miniseries? Like, I'm saying the newer one, where they've did Days of Future Past... First class. Oh yeah, that was good. Yeah, like those this are... little run they've done has been pretty solid, excluding Apocalypse. But that's a, yeah, that's Apocalypse a... wasn't good. But like Days of Future Past and First Class were both oh, really good. So good. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so that's the thing. Dark. See, Dark Phoenix, which is the new X Men movie and the main continuity, is already filming. So is Deadpool two. So I'm guessing Isn't they're going to kind much of done. Yeah. 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 I think so. I, but I'm guessing it, it they're going to comes out Valentine's of... Day again this year if I. Remember Does it correctly. come out 2018 or 2019? It's 2018, dude. I think they're shooting for another Valentine's Day release like they did with the previous. Oh, yeah, June 1st, 2018. Oh, it's June. I thought it was June yeah. or February. Never mind. Okay. No. Well, it's still 2018. Yeah, which um, means it's probably in post-production. Oh, now. it got We're an official name, Deadpool, the second it. coming. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's, That's kind of sacrilegious. <laughs> oh, I get it. Um, That's good. But uh, anyway, so... We'll see. I don't know what's going to happen because freaking Fox has a ton of stuff on slate. Like the new mutants, the, oh you know, the X-Men movies. Um, 
Nothing with Fantastic Four because they mess it up every time. But do you know what this also? So we'll see. Uh, people have been, you know, excited. You know, Disney's going to take over the world in the next 50 years anyway. But at least we'll have these movies to look forward to under the yeah the tyrannical we'll, we'll reign be under of our Disney. evil overlords of Mickey Mouse. But we'll yeah. have some we'll baller have good, movies. Some good movies. <laughs> I know, right? Um, what if? What if? Hear me out. Oh, like, oh, hold on a second. Oh, this means they own the uh, the Alien franchise now. They own the Alien franchise. Yep. Huh. Mm-hmm. Do you know what else? It also they also own. It Probably starts with an A, and it's also. It's also it and it's also a sci-fi movie. Starts with an A. It's probably awful. It's not awful. It's called Avatar. Now Disney yep, owns Avatar, awful. the highest-grossing film of all time, and I don't. Not I honestly, I'm really looking forward to see how this transition works out. Avatar's great. Shut up. Um, so anyway, that's it. That's a huge acquire, and I I think that we might be seeing some good movies. I hope that's gonna. I they're hope. gonna start churning out. They're gonna make so much money. It's not even funny. Dude, it's it's. That's why I'm saying Disney's gonna take over the world, dude. What what movie was it where they joke about it? Where like they're like, oh, he makes more money than Jesus. At this point, Disney pretty much does. Are you talking about when one of the guys from the Beatles said we're more famous than Jesus? No, oh. there was a movie where someone mentioned something about having oh. or making more money than Jesus, oh. or having more money than God, or something like that. One of the two. I don't know. Probably don't Pitch know Perfect. Oh um, man, the, the third movie comes out soon. <laughs> Hope you're super stoked right. for that. Sure. Yeah, I've only seen the first one. I liked it. Well, um, the second one's you, awful. Adam, did you see the trailer for Alita: Battle Angel? I've heard of it, and I've not uh, seen it. I didn't like the trailer. It's it was really thing. uncomfortable, wasn't it? See, listen, the way time. you said Alita, all I could think of was Ilita, and I was hoping for somehow, in no possible way ever this would happen, but it could Lyoko reboot. But that's oh, Ilita, dude, Ilita. One can, oh, please. one yeah, can dude. only, one can only dream hope, dude, as an eight, man, as an eighth grade boy, the freshest, the freshest of television dude, shows. I oh, loved Code let's Lyoko. Face it. Let's face it, kids. We all had a crush on all the girls on that show. Dude, I did. Don't you lie to with me? With their enormous foreheads in their anatomically yeah. wow, unproportioned racist, bodies. <laughs> let's face it. Were you more interested in their digital forms or their cartoon forms? Because if you say cartoon, you're a liar. I can't. I don't. I honestly don't remember. Um, dude, Kobe you know Oka they were they great. were they were thick with a two C's instead of a K in the uh, in the digital world. So oh there you guys go. Now you have that in your burned into your heads. You're welcome. Uh, I'm, here till, I'm here till the end of the podcast. Great. That's thanks. Can we kick you off? Is there a way to boot someone on this program that we use? Um, Ow. Rude. Uh, I'm looking at the Wikipedia page, and there isn't anything. Let's see. There isn't anything on a Code Lyoko reboot, but there should be. Can we get a Kickstarter going for that or something? Can we? Can we be the ones to bring it about? Let's just let's have movie fellows go big or go home and just. I'd rather go home, to be honest. I would rather go home. (laughs) That's a sad, sad statement, my friend. All Uh, right, continuing on. So, Alito Battle Angel. It's being directed by Robert Rodriguez, who did uh, Spy Kids. And also other. Oh, it's gonna be awful. Yeah, no, it's not. Shut up. Spy Kids was Um, terrible. All of them. Hey, hey, you watch your mouth. Nothing can beat the first Spy Kids, dude. It's so good. The first one is amazing. So terrible. No, dude, you don't know what you're talking about. Uncle Rico's in it. Cookies aren't the only thing yeah, I'm dude, making over mach- here, boys. It's machete. Machete Machete's is their uncle. And then, and then in the, the spinoff is rated R and <laughs> That's right. weird. 
Dude, oh, Haste, you best not be sleeping on on freaking Spy Kids. That first movie is so good. Remember that part where they spent like remember that part where they spent twenty eight dollars on CGI to go underwater for fifteen seconds. <laughs> <laughs> the CGI in those movies is so bad. It's like they're but like floating it's the in the because the movies as a whole are bad. It's, no. no, it's 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 no. a it's a cartoony <laughs> weird. I feel like world. I'm triggering you guys really bad. Yes, you are. <laughs> you are. I'm so mad right now. But, I'm sorry, guys. Okay, so Alita Battle Angel. We'll get back to it. <laughs> no, we um, won't. Next, you're going to say Shark Boy and Lava Girl isn't even. <laughs> I never saw Shark Boy and Lava. Yeah, Girl, that's so. right because you didn't. Hey, so you don't know art. <laughs> Dude, I, I freaking hated Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Oh. I, I did not dig it. Well, 2017, the year of sta- stabbing in the back. All right, Shark I know Boy your true colors now. Movie. Okay, all right. So, Little Battle Angel. It's a, it's based off of it's based off a, a manga or a manga or a manga, manga, manga whatever, manga. whatever. Don't you start this um, Anyway, it's produced by James Cameron. Originally, James Cameron was going to direct it, but it has been <laughs> He's delayed. He's too busy working on Avatar 17. Avatar sequels. For the <laughs> so, Rosa, here's the thing. That... Rosa Salazar is uh, is starring in it, and she is Alita, but it's all done through CGI, even though Alita is mostly a human-looking character. Yeah, it's kind of gross. Except with big eyes. It's just a very strange... It's a strange look. Um, I mean, the robot effects look good. It's an interesting story. I think it's got kind of like hints of... Um, what's that? Uh, this one that came out with Scarlett Johansson recently. Ghost oh, in the Shell. Um, yeah, Ghost yeah, in the Shell. Yeah, it's kind of got hints of that. It was just a strange trailer. Um, I hope it's good. I might go see it. Um Adam, I we'll know see. you've been dying to see Alita Battle Angel since you were a kid because you grew up with the Alita Battle Angel action figures that you got Then you begged your mom to buy at Walmart when you were a child. So what what do you think of this? I can't even overstate enough how I have literally no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we bring Norris around for, just the sheer unadulterated What are you talking about? I'm like, I heard you say that, and I was like, is this a new fidget spinner? Like, what, what is this? <laughs> I love it. Yeah, It's not it, as bad as the fidget spinners. Uh, Robert Rodriguez has some good stuff, uh, has done some really good stuff, so it could be it could be really interesting. What's his name? Could be. Christoph Waltz, or, yeah. So, it's actually yeah. a James Bond spinoff. Or, no, it's an, actually an Inglorious Bastard spinoff. In the uh, in the I'm alternative intrigued. future where Hitler was killed by being gunned down by a machine gun, um, this is what happens. Is a makes the most sense. Alita battle angel. <laughs> that was a funny joke. Okay, I thought I of that off the cuff. I, I'm trying. I'm really trying to understand it. what this movie is even about. It's about it's like a girl who's a robot. It's in the future, and then she gets repurposed to be like this superhero the girl. Yeah, I think it's she's originally like some sort of super battle creature, but then she gets stupid and forgets her memory, and then she gets reprogrammed. But she remembers be, her robot kung yeah. fu. Yeah, but she like yeah. remembers her. Yeah, so yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, probably so not gonna touch that with a ten foot pole. Yeah, <laughs> I mean you're not wrong. Uh, yeah, it I don't blame you. Weird. I think it could be good. It looks strange. It, the CGI might it. not be done too. Yeah, red there box it. There you go. All right, you guys want to get into the main topic? Yeah, boy. Let's do it. Okay, guys, this week we were like, what do we want to do? Except we didn't even discuss it. We were like, yeah, Christmas movies. 
Yeah, duh. So let's. Uh, we're going to talk about some of our favorite Christmas movies, what we like about them, and just why we like them, why they make us feel all, all warm and hot chocolatey inside. Um, so, Hayes, go ahead and start us off. Gross. What is one of your favorites? <laughs> we'll just do a few, and we'll see how long it goes, and we'll just call it by ear. So, hey, start us off. Give us a Christmas okay. movie. I don't. I don't. Okay, I don't really have a lot that I like love per se. So I'm just mm. gonna have a couple honorable mentions, and then my um my actual favorite. Uh, first, I'm gonna throw out some serious shade that I'm probably gonna get all the hate for, but I don't care. I'm I'm channeling my inner Christmas Norris with, with this the one. Cranks. Uh oh. I don't I don't remember that, that movie one. Sucks. I'm ready. No. Um. I uh. I'm not a big fan of Christmas Vacation. You're Everyone not a big fan of Christmas Vacation. Ev- no, I just meant I'm channeling my inner you and how I'm gonna act towards this movie oh you're channeling i thought you said <laughs> chain yeah. mailing and i was like i'm no. very confused and i'm a little scared yeah. it's it's just it's a lead of battle i thought i heard some clinking of metal in the background i thought you were about to attack me from behind no no okay so um everyone in my family absolutely loves christmas vacation uh-huh i personally hate it i don't like the humor it's not my thing it's chevy chase all the way through before he's a, he's an acquired yeah. taste of a comedian yeah, I, I I don't know. Any of the Christmas Vacation movies after seeing... Or any of the Vacation movies after seeing Christmas Vacation are just awful to me. Okay, so where are you going with this? Because you're supposed to tell us one that you like. <laughs> no, I'm th- I said I'm, <laughs> I was prefacing my list with something in the Christmas genre that I absolutely hate. Okay, okay. Because that's, Let the that's hate how go I, through you. I'm, yeah, I'm letting the hate flow through me. I don't know if Star Wars coming out last week. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Jeez. Okay, so um, one of my favorites is actually uh, Arthur Christmas. I don't know if you guys have oh, ever seen it. Yeah. Saw it. It's a great movie. It is a good it, uh, movie. It's yeah. It's a. Uh, it's one of those movies that it takes a normal like, oh, you think you know the story of Christmas, but you don't, and it actually makes it decent. Like most movies that try to mm-hmm. do that, like overdo it, and it just looks bad. For instance, yeah. the Santa Claus. The hey, later ones, the Santa, later oh, ones, okay. later ones. The Santa Claus are good, and it's just—it's a fun movie. The humor's entertaining. It's not overdone like in the Last Jedi, and it's just—it's great. Mm-hmm. I've never <laughs> really, seen no, it. No comment for you about the me just poking endless fun at the Last Jedi right now. Hey, Ray's parents are actually <laughs> Admiral Akbar. Yeah, he, he's rip, he produces rip space squid. He reproduces by himself. He cuts off a tentacle and it turns into yeah, and then it turns into Ray. Being. That's how it oh, happens. No. Yep. <laughs> so Arthur okay. Christmas, what do you like about it? Animation, the voice cast. Oh, the animation. Back when it came out, it was like top of the line um, animation. Okay. I forget the company. That, I forget the company that actually like Ardman it. Animations and Sony Pictures Animation. So that was Sony back before they started doing all the uh, Minions stuff. Because doesn't just doesn't toys. doesn't Sony own Illumination? Uh, I'm yes. almost positive. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah, 99% sure. sure they do. Um, but yeah, um, the animation at the time was absolutely great. The humor's one of those movies where the the adults are actually going to enjoy the humor while the kids are just there for the flashy colors. Right. Okay. And okay. it's just a it's a good movie. It's it's a good feel good movie, which I guess I could use this time of year at least in okay. lieu of the holiday. Um, cool. Another one for me that's one of my favorites. And it's always a callback just because of there's one particular scene that is Christmas related. But you boys know me. I love me some mean girls. So, oh of course, it's going to be on the gosh. list. <laughs> of 
course it's going to be on the list. It's like seven yeah. degrees of Mean Girls with Hayes movie life. <laughs> really? At some point, he's just like, hey, you know what? I just watched this movie about a person starving themselves. It kind of reminds me of that one scene in Mean Girls where they're in the cafeteria. And I'm like, how is no, he doing No, it reminds this? me of the, the scene where she's stuffing herself with those bars that are... She's misled to believe that uh, she's she's going to lose weight. But yeah. Okay. Is Mean oh, Girls Hayes Avatar? It might be. No. No, no, not at all. Uh, but yeah, it of course it's just got that, just one, that scene. one scene. Yeah, yeah, just that one scene, yeah, which okay. is all you need in life. Um, I, honestly, my absolute favorite Christmas movie is probably Elf. Okay, just because yeah. it's it's one I enjoy. It's one I never get tired of, and it's just a lot of people hate it because it's Will Ferrell. There's there's Dude, obviously I love just, it. there's I a distinct line it. between people that like and dislike Will Ferrell. And my mom was right. on that list, and she's never seen Elf because of it. So, it's, but it's a that's sad a Favreau. Day. That's a Favreau, Favreau movie. Speaking, well, I just of. meant Wolf, the fact that Will Ferrell's in it. Yeah, but he—you can tell the comedy is very. It's. It's. I think it's very well done. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it's a got doubt. a good story to it. You know, I, yeah. I really enjoy a story. And it's, well, yes, it's Will Ferrell. It's obviously Will Ferrell acting a lot younger than he is, and very naive and childish, and it's it's just good without a, being. He's a funny character, but he it's a yeah. lot different than a lot of other comedies that he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, without a doubt. It's well, comparing it to everything else Will Ferrell does, it's the cleanest thing ever. Yeah. Well, hey, I actually yeah. real quick before we move on, I think Haste, if you appreciate his acting in Elf, of all the movies I would suggest if you haven't seen you should watch is Everything Must Go. Can't say I've heard of it. It is a I'll very, very good movie. And it's a very dark premise for a Will Ferrell film. Um he plays uh he plays like I'm a Googling it right now. I'm trying to remember like not like an insurance adjuster, but just a businessman. He's let go from his job and when he comes front home, his wife leaves him and says, You can just live on the front lawn if you want. Oh and so he Jeez. ends up just like starting a yard sale to sell everything of his to make money back. And mm-hmm. he ends up living on his front lawn and like meets random people and just like it's a very just like slice of life it's a very good and like like, and it is funny but it it definitely has it's much darker moments of him kind of confronting oh yeah his marriage his loneliness you know and so in a lot of ways it's probably i'd say his more of artsy fartsy kind of film but i i like it a lot and well Another shout out to Will Ferrell artsy fartsy movie Stranger Than Stranger Fiction. Than oh, fiction. Of yeah, I was gonna say oh, I love Stranger oh, Than Fiction. Classic, it's so what a good movie! Great movie. That's yeah. a great movie. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, I think one of my favorite things about Elf in the grand scheme of things is it. It's again, it's another one of the movies that's aimed towards kids, but the adults are gonna enjoy a lot more of like the actual. Other than the like stupid, really dumb insults they give each other between individuals, it's. It's something where the adults are going to get something out of the just the movie as a whole as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yeah. of course, it's just yeah, a funny it's, movie. It's, I, I like when a movie can give you a lesson without, you know, you know, it's it's more, it's definitely more. I not necessarily kids because there are some kind of adult-ish humor. Um, oh, there is. There's a lot. But of it. but it's. I think it was definitely marketed towards children, mm-hmm. and because uh, it was already PG, I think. Yeah, um, it was. So, but I like when a movie can get like that can give can give like a good lesson in like that's without it being so heavy handed, you know, mm-hmm. like don't do this, you know, like it's it's just like yeah, you know, don't don't focus so much on your job because your family is really important. Yeah, that's a yeah. that's a good thing, you know. 
Um, and it was my first exposure to, um, gosh, what's his name? Oh, Game of Thrones. <sighs> I don't know. Oof. Dang it. Okay, it's going to bug me now if I don't look it up. There's no way to look it up. Yeah, there is. It's impossible. Elf film. Can I do it first? <laughs> and Adam's not even trying. No, Peter um, Dinklage. There we go. Oh, Peter Dinklage, yeah. Yeah, that was my first yeah. exposure to Pinker, Peter Dinklage. Yeah, that was... Oh, man. Pinker That's Dinklage. Uh... <laughs> Pinker Sorry. Dinklage. Sorry. Um, I was like switching consonants around. One thing I... Oh, here's another thing I really liked about that movie. Mm-hmm. You don't really see a lot of PG or PG movies go for um, the, the, the romance side of things. And that one was pretty heavy-handed between him and... Um, Man, I'm really bad with actors and actresses. Zoe Deschanel. Tonight. Yeah, Zoe Deschanel. There we yeah. go. Yeah, that, uh, that is true. That was a, and they did it without taking it over the top, which they probably could have yeah, pushed she was, it to the very line of PG. She was really good in that. I remember seeing her, and she had a very... Like, now she plays like this kind of ditzy, like quirky indie chick, you know? Um, yeah, and then in that movie, she's pretty like she's stern. Kinda, and, she's kind of wry and like kind of like i don't know like she's very kind of like no she's like adam norris towards life you know oh for yeah, sure true. and that <laughs> if anyone ever asked me in an interview what's your greatest weakness i say man i'm just too much like zoe deschanel, deschanel in elf. In elf. <laughs> and strangely enough Nothing every else. time i do that they tell me to leave and they ask me to i'm no longer considered for the position Is it because oh, you're a robot sad. i mean human yeah <laughs> i learned I that from it. my master beep boop <laughs> Jeez. Oh, man. oh boy okay all right norris that being said all right Jeez. so elf arthur christmas did you say another one? Oh yeah mean girls doesn't count um hey man hey it counts as a scene if die hard counts <laughs> if die hard counts as a christmas movie then so does mean girls i'm not gonna argue tonight all right yeah whatever you uh, okay right. norris what's what's some of your favorite <laughs> christmas movies let's see similar to haste Got a couple honorable mentions. Uh, my mm-hmm. family doesn't have much in the way of traditions for Christmas. We don't like do a lot of trees and lights and all that. Uh-huh. But um, we are a big movie family. So for us, uh, every Christmas Eve, we watch the Polar Express. And okay. every Christmas... You know, I've never seen that. Dude, you're... It's Where a good I? movie. I mean, it's not like... It's not going to blow your mind. But it's a good movie, though. Um, I just yeah. remember the book growing up as a kid. That's right. So do I. I, yeah. I do remember. Well, that I mean, that's fondly. what that's how it started was reading that book the night before Christmas for fun, mm-hmm. and then going to bed and you know waking up. But mm-hmm. now with the movie, it's like a, it's perfect for my ADD okay. brain. Um, yeah, that's kind of a cool transition that you guys were able to go from one form of media to another exactly. in terms of tradition. Um, yeah. culture and nostalgia. Really cool. uh, anyways, then the <laughs> the next and then the next day on Christmas Day, uh, TBS for I mean almost decades now has been uh doing a 24-hour marathon of a christmas story it's christmas story. so yeah, pretty much that. my mom just kind of has it on every single tv we possibly own in the house <laughs> so no matter where we're at i can just hear random quotes like and just like of any even if it was like a rougher christmas or whatever there was some like problems like there was always like this awkward moment where we'd all like stop talking and just watch her favorite scenes <laughs> as it would that's pop amazing up. i love so, it yeah, so that cool. was pretty cool. Um, but I in terms of it. my personal favorite Christmas movie, uh, I had like three Die I was hard. trying to choose from. No, it is not Die Hard. <laughs> I'm not that cool of a person. Um, <laughs> man, 
it i was having a hard time thinking through this this is like strangely enough one of the hardest ones because i'm pretty indifferent towards christmas movies but okay i had it and then i i, I literally just lost it which is really bad because it is my turn it's probably oh. um it's probably um christmas with Bambi. the cranks oh okay Bambi. no you're gonna get angry and now I remember why, because this is, it's my I'm answer and you're going to be like, no, Adam, you're not allowed to do this, but I'm going to, I'm, I'm making it happen. Executive <laughs> order. Is Adam Norris about to shock us? My it's personal like favorite Christmas something. movie is the season three, episode eight of Supernatural, a Christmas special. <laughs> I'm actually not going to stop you because I'm doing the same thing with a different show. <laughs> I knew it. Because, see, listen, oh, dude, on, I, that episode was so I good to me. I actually have seen that. And, and I understand really that, yeah. like, Supernatural is, I mean, it's definitely one of my personal guilty pleasures. But I, I love that movie, or that series, unashamedly. And for me, I was actually most impressed with that show and during that season in that particular episode. Because they balanced what had made it catchy and entertaining with a desire to focus more on narrative and character development and dialogue and right. better writing. It was definitely one of the more strongly written and action-packed episodes. And mm-hmm. it was one of the first mm-hmm. times you saw kind of the family dynamic from their past play out and how it affected their perspective of Christmas. And mm-hmm. it was, for me, it was, I just enjoyed watching it. And it's, of any of any episode I'll randomly throw on, I think Did the last few years. Did you show that years, to the children at your club this year? Yes, I did. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah, that's right. Because, <laughs> oh, I, I mean, it, we have a Netflix policy. It's like, if it's TV 14, ask me, and we'll figure it out. And they were like, can we watch the Christmas special for Supernatural? And I was like, you know what? I'm going to check it. And I watched it, and I was like, yeah, sure. And so we ended up watching oh, wow, it okay, and like had had an interesting oh. discussion about it. I mean, because in a lot of ways, they were like, uh, I won't get off on too much of a tangent, but just like their interest in <laughs> the pagan backgrounds of Christmas and them coming right, to terms right. with like... Oh, yeah. How Christianity kind of took a lot of it and said, let's remarket it as Christian. And they were kind right. of like, they, they, during that episode, they mentioned things like, you know, the fact that trees and evergreens were just pagan fertility rituals. And like, they're like, what? And they were so just confused. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. time out. You know, that's obviously not the case now, but that's where it came from. And it was definitely an interesting discussion topic for like history and, uh, previous civilizations and all that fun stuff. So it's educational. Okay. Oh, it's really cool. Learning Supernatural experience. is educational, yeah. sort of. Not really. I really had to work hard to make it work, but <laughs> it did. <laughs> Gosh. Isn't that like how you deflect demons, kids? Vegetable? Build a build a salt <laughs> circle, and you're good to go. That's pretty much like I. Yeah, actually, at one point they were like, "Mr. Adam, how do we make a salt circle?" And I was like, "You don't need one. Stop asking me." <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh! It's like you take salt and you put it in a circle, kids. What more do you want? You seen that sea bear episode from SpongeBob? It's kind of like that, but you use sand. Get and they need to remember their uh, anti sea rhinoceros undergarments, just in case. Just in case. Just in case. JIC, bro. JIC. All right, you got any others? Uh, No, I would definitely say that's my. And if I had to actually give a movie, uh, I've always enjoyed Home Alone. But yeah, okay. there's been a growing movement that argues that the original Home Alone is not a Christmas movie. In the, it's a murder film. In the sense that it's similar to Die Hard where it takes place during Christmas, but no part of it is focused on Christmas. Except the family part. No. I mean, the family went out of town for Christmas, yeah, but, but they about, don't celebrate but what about, 
what about the subsidiary plot? Well, there's Christmas presents everywhere. What about yeah. the subsidiary plot with the son, the dad, the crazy guy next door, and then his son comes home? It's about family, and that's what Christmas is about. That's right. It's about family. It's about family, together. but it's not about, Jesus. about Christmas. Well, it's about Jesus, but it's about family. But it's not about Christmas. It's a Christmas Wait. movie. <laughs> nah. Wait, what? Just go back and watch it, and you'll see what I'm saying. I did. Well, I actually am going. Oh, you to... just did? Wow. <laughs> no. Yeah. Right. And that. Imagine that what. Second. It, could you imagine what it'd be he like put, to just watch the little slip of the movie on his tongue? Just. <laughs> we talked. Done. Yeah. You put the you put the the little dissolving strip. Oh yeah, that's right. Remember, movies it... are going to be turned into yeah into Listerine tablets. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I think I'm feeling we're, some we're... horror today. Um, Here, let me eat this nightmare on Elm Street, and it just tastes <laughs> like blood. <laughs> Well, more do you Every eat? horror movie just tastes like blood. Well, that moves me into mine. When my first one is Home Alone, so thank you very much, Adam. Oh, you're very welcome. Uh, I'm trying to say something about blood. I, I love like, Home Alone. It's a, it's a Christopher Columbus film, and it feels like it. He's the guy who directed the first two Harry Potter movies. Which... I thought you meant the Explorer. Time out. Time, the hold the phone. Rewind the tapes. Flag on the play. The director's name is Christopher Chris- Columbus. How did you not know this? Yes, the director <laughs> of the first two that. Harry Potter movies. The director of Classic. that is incredible. Home Alone. Hey, wait! Can we say the Harry Potter franchise? Because there is a Christmas. Scene I, that's in uh, every movie. Yes, that's one of mine. Is every Harry all Potter? Movie. I am audibly <laughs> groaning. <laughs> yep. Good. Let the hate flow through. I actually time. just I just copied and or I cut the the six minute Christmas scene from every Home Alone or Harry Potter film and made it a forty five minute special <laughs> dude there's that would no, be so good there's oh, no man, connective plot and nothing that. makes sense and Call all you do Hogwarts is watch Christmas. and oh, all you man. do is watch random people age <laughs> yeah christopher yeah. columbus has directed home alone home alone 2 mrs doubtfire harry potter 1 and 2 gremlins and the goonies christopher and he uh, wow that yeah. is a that is a freaking catalog he's a really well-known director yeah he does he's done some good movies he's also done some not great, so great movies uh percy jackson isn't that everybody um so uh james cameron has only done good movies um so uh <laughs> shut up you're a liar Got him. titanic sucks Got him. um he also worked as a screen writer on young sherlock holmes and if that's that right there is a resume if anything else is um what i i passed out there for a second about that <laughs> stupid statement you just made yeah uh anyway so uh, I love Home Alone. I think the the story's fun, and it's just it's a it's a great Christmas movie. In the end, the score is great. I'm pretty sure John Williams. No, it is. Yeah, it is Danny Elfman who did the score. Um, so yeah, it, it's got a great score. It's got a a fun just a fun in Macaulay Culkin. That's the only thing he's done that's probably good. I think no, John Williams did do the music. Um, so. Huh. <gasps> Wait! Oh man, I, I screwed up. I forgot one of the most important Christmas movies. That's not a Christmas movie ever. What is it? Go ahead. Nightmare Before Christmas. Duh. Oh yeah, yeah. It's all right. Except it's a Halloween movie. It's definitely a Halloween to, movie. To Tim Burton. Yep. But it's got Christmas in the title. That. It doesn't. It doesn't have Halloween in the. Uh, in yeah. the title. That's true. That's so therefore it's a Christmas movie. Suck it. Whatever. Uh, anyway, so Home Alone, it's great. Uh, it's it's fun. It's enjoyable. I really like the Santa Claus. I think it's funny. It's clever. Um, Tim Allen is really funny. Before his jokes got kind of bland, um, which his jokes are kind of now bland. It's just a whoop a dup. You're a you're a so and so, and I'm like this whoop a dup. 
this is uh, yeah it's yeah is that an jokes, accurate representation whoop a dup that's what he literally says that he actually says whoop a dup um okay. adam are you still you with do? us of course i'm always here. okay <laughs> <laughs> i hadn't heard from you in a little while I sometimes scared. i just have he's, sometimes he's, i have to just take it all in and okay oh, has yeah. a, he has existential moments where he just kind of passes out listening to us talk <laughs> it's actually my, right. my actually my brain all i can hear is all around me are familiar. familiar. <laughs> Is that a constant for you? He listens yeah. to music all the time because he was in a car accident when he was younger, and he has got a, a, got a thing. Got a hum in the drum. Yeah, and now, then he has to. Now uh, he has to drive. Can that be back. a Christmas movie just for the sake of it being great? Yeah, what Baby sick. Driver? I love baby Driver. Yeah, sure. I bought it on Blu-ray, by the way. It's good. a Christmas you movie. Now. <laughs> yeah, it's a very um, good movie. Okay, Merry Christmas, Charlie Brown. It's a classic. It's just, it's not really a movie. How wholesome it's, of you. I know, right? I bet you're a Republican, too. No, it's good, too. though. It's, it's <laughs> good, though. It's good, though. Libertarian, thank you very much. Uh, oh, of course. But it's... <laughs> <laughs> classic comeback. Um, but, uh... <laughs> <laughs> politics. That, that awkward this moment. Actually is the, this actually down. is the one where we switch to a political podcast. Oh, yeah. Well, Congrats. I think dogs should vote. That's my political stance. I'm tired stance. of the war on Christmas. Um, I'm tired of the war on women. Okay. Just accept so, that they're people, too. They are people. We all love women. Um, <laughs> we do, right? <laughs> Sounds really wrong. I'm not laughing. We do. You're laughing. Um, so... <laughs> Merry Christmas, Charlie Brown is great. The score is so cool. I, it's one of the CDs, the one of the albums I listen to at at Christmas time. Um, also, Sherlock Holmes season uh, episode one of season two. It is called The Scandal in Belgravia. Um, it's kind of centered around Christmas, and it's the one where Irene Adler shows up. And I think it's one of the best episodes of television ever. It's amazing. I love it. It's so it's good. A bold statement, Cotton. Have you seen? Have either of you guys watched Sherlock? I've watched all of it. It's pretty good. Oh, have you? Oh yeah, that's I've right. We made it through the first episode. You're, of the, you're series. the one who told me to watch it. Yeah, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I was, man. Because <laughs> we were roommates at the time. Yeah, like ninety yeah. percent of the time, the you're like, to watch the you're like, episode, hey Adam, what are you watching? So. I'm like, this. He goes, yeah, I'll give it a shot. And then like six months later, dude, I'm like the biggest. That's all he fan. talks about. <laughs> I'm like, cool story, bro. Yeah. yeah. Matt's one of those people that's really late to the party, and then once he gets there, that's all he talks about for the next seven years. So, <laughs> hey, listen, I saw Avatar right when it Avatar. came out. <laughs> yeah, except for Avatar. That's the one exception. He, he'll never shut up about that. Um, yeah, and any Harry Potter movie. Um, I True. think, I think in this, this is what I think a lot of people feel. Even with the crappy... Is it what you think? Are you sure? This is what I think. <laughs> listen, I think. It, that's the thing, guys. Is that's, that's oh, the thing. gosh, not that again. That's the thing. It's been so long. I think it's all a matter of perspective. <laughs> it's all a matter of perspective. When you, th- it really is. When you think about it, literally everything. Just, just, just keep going with your. When I was really pretentious in college, by the way, everyone. You're still saying, really pretentious. Hey, no, I'm not. <laughs> all right, it's it's gotten a lot better. I will admit, you've gotten better. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but listen, it's all a matter of perspective. No, it's <laughs> shut up. It's it is. It, I think. With a lot of Christmas movies, because some Christmas movies I think are legitimately good. Others are not very good. Some are just fine. Um, I think that it's not so much like the quality of the Christmas movie. I think it's just the the season that people really, really enjoy. You know, mm-hmm. um, like you're coming up on a time that people celebrate, you know, time with family and and they kind of celebrate religious, religious things too. Uh, and so you, you have this aura of joy and of hope 
and of kindness and peace and, and giving and receiving and all this stuff. And so I think what I really appreciate about this, because Home Alone, there, there are some weird story elements and it doesn't always work. And it's kind of slapstick comedy that was even kind of didn't exactly work when it was made. Um, it, 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 it reminds me of a time not of not only Christmas, but also being young and enjoying all these things and kind of uh, feeling that uh, feeling that that joy and just that excitement of waking up on, you know, Christmas morning and everything. So, um, yeah. so in summation, you guys kind of get me, you, you feel me. I, I would say in summation, nostalgia and tradition. No. Tend to cover up. Okay. Any I think I lost you guys again. A Christmas movie. Oh, I lost you. Okay. Oh. All right. Go, go back oh, and no. say what you just said. Oh, even I'll though say everyone it else will hear it. I'll say All right. It I didn't hear it. Go ahead. I would say in su- saying it to be edgy in summation, in summation, tradition and, nostalgia cover up a lot of the flaws of christmas yeah movies. i i absolutely yeah i i think that's a hundred percent um and there are some legitimately good like i would argue the santa claus is a is a really good movie like the, the comedy where, hey shut up all right hey, hold on hold on i'm looking up the what is it what does it got on rotten tomatoes what is this 75 percent. that's pretty good <laughs> that's so you know yeah it's it's it doesn't always work but it's it reminds you of a of a cool time and just a cool fun time um you know what movie needs to be remade that's a christmas movie that would be great if it was redone now i'm ready i'm ready freaking jingle all the way yeah i forgot about that one yes i forgot about that slay one. queen that way. is my that is my aesthetic that is my movie. I forgot about that movie so much. <laughs> that is be... that? Oh, that's the one with Schwarzenegger. And yeah, he's... dude. Yes. He says, totally... Oh, yeah. I would totally oh, watch gosh. that again. HD, baby. Uh, who would play? Who would play Schwarzenegger? Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Again? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> yeah. No, dude. We cast yeah. him as The Rock. That'd be great. No. Ugh. No. That'd oh. be so overdoing good. it. The Rock is everywhere. He needs to tone it back a bit. Did you see Jumanji? Because I've heard it's a cinematic triumph. It's not even out no, yet. No, it is out. Uh, I've heard no, it it's. Is. I've heard it's fine. Um, but yeah, yeah. Like Adam was saying, um, you know, you have this nostalgia, and uh, y- you have kind of th- that 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 feeling of of Christmas time, and I think that that kind of does cover up the flaws of some Christmas movies, and you kind of accept them, accept them for what they are, and enjoy them for what they are. And I think you know what yeah. I think, like oh, movie ready. critics who are like. But it's not, it's not, you know what? Shut up. People can like what they like and let them like what no, they can't. like. And, huh? uh, sorry, that's not just allowed. if you enjoy Christmas movies, all of our impressionable listeners out there, listen, <laughs> if you, you enjoy sure Christmas movies, just enjoy them. Okay. Enjoy them as much as you want and make traditions and start them. Cause it's a, it's, it's fun to have things that you watch around a certain time period. I think. Yeah, and any movie can be a Christmas movie as long as there is a Christmas scene. So, hey, that means Silver guys, Linings Playbook is in my top five then. That's right. Yes. Silver Linings Playbook at the end is Christmas time. That's, That's true. Right. Yeah, oh, is. I love Silver hey, Linings Playbook. That's a good movie too. That's, That's one of my favorite movies. movies. That's one we can all agree on. Yes, all right. Us. There we go. It's because we all like it. Like a happy <laughs> yeah. family. There we go. All right. Okay, well, it's with that happy family moment, with these Christmas Christmas time joys... We are gonna switch to our next segment. We're gonna switch into, uh, switch into. Is that a thing? We're gonna Nintendo Move Switch into. Power Switch on into. <laughs> <laughs> time to turn my power switch. I mean, <laughs> time to switch. Human to kill switch. Mode. Kill mode. 
Um, we're gonna we're gonna move into what you watching, mate. Uh, hey, so kick us off. What you been watching, mate? Why is it always me first? It's always you I'm first because you're. We love you the most. Oh, shucks. Collectively, um, he's not wrong. While you do I this, I'm gonna I'm gonna walk away for a second. I gotta go preheat my oven. So, are you making pizza at nine thirty at night? Yes, that is exactly what I'm making. <laughs> you used to do that in college all the time, so I'm not really I'll, I'll surprised. I will be back in two seconds. You and Norris away. were were destined for that. Well, well, haste. I want to know what you're watching. I'm, I'm glad here. you care enough to hang around. <laughs> Yeah, I saw Star Wars. Um, I've not really been watching a whole heck of a lot of movies lately. It's just been a, a lull season for some okay, reason. Back. At least nothing's really grabbed me in terms of movies. Um, I've been watching a lot of Gotham still okay. on hmm. Netflix. That's a show I haven't watched. It's okay. It's on Fox normally, but it's kind of surprising all the stuff they get away with on there. It's it's a very violent show. Really? Yeah, it is. Like it's you ask yourself the question they got away with that on public television and you're like man that's nuts that's that's crazy well it might be with disney and they might not be able to get away with a lot of that stuff now so dude you you know disney owns like miramax and all those other companies that's true that's true they have said they were going to keep deadpool rated r so yeah right but they know where they know where the cash cow lies. That's They're true. not stupid. That's true. They really aren't. They really aren't. What else have you been watching? Uh honestly, that's pretty much it. Okay. I went back and rewatched um Skyfall a couple weeks ago. Okay. Just because I needed my James Bond fix. There you go. And that's my go to. Well we'll as always. Oh, sure. We'll segue into mine. It's probably my favorite, Craig. Um thanks to Adam for the lovely birthday present. Uh I finally watched oh, yeah. Casino Royale. Oh, uh, yeah. You hadn't seen it till now? Great. See, I that's what I'm saying, Hayes. That's why I bought it for yeah. him for his freaking birthday. Yeah. I remember seeing that in theaters. That's how old I am. Yeah, dude. It, it was... It, but I never got... I got into James... I, I started liking James Bond movie literally when I watched Skyfall. So, um, wow. I, I don't think I'd ever seen one. I'd seen, like, snippets of GoldenEye or something, but... And obviously we played the video game on Nintendo 64. But, um, yeah, so I watched... I watched uh, uh, Casino Royale and I really really enjoyed it I thought it was awesome it, it was a great introduction I think to Craig's Bond and it made me want to watch Quantum which I don't have so I'm going to have to watch I'm just going to rewatch all the all the Remember, Craig Bond ones Quantum is probably the weakest yeah I know yeah Prepare because for that. that was during the writer's strike yeah and, and Craig pretty much had to write the movie himself which not saying he's well a bad no writer. he was like he was like offering up stories. Oh, he was getting and input, yeah, yeah and he's input, like this yeah, isn't yeah. my it job like yeah uh, yeah like so yeah i know I, I remember seeing bits of it um but knowing that it's not great i haven't gone back and watched it so. i feel like specter though kind of makes it a little more acceptable it's still just not a good movie in the grand scheme okay. of things is the problem with it but okay. yeah fair enough fair enough um, so I'm going to go back and watch that. I've been watching Troll Hunter season two, which if you have not watched Troll Hunters, either of you get into it. Okay. Still have not. It's not just a kid's show. It's the animation is fantastic for a TV show. It's a Netflix original created by Guillermo del Toro, which we all know he's a great dude. Um, really, really good filmmaker. Um, so season two is on and I'm, I'm like, I'm almost done with it. It's great. Um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and, of course, Last Jedi, which is good. I have to see it again before I decide if it's great, though. So, we'll see. We will see. Adam, what you've been watching? Oh, boy. 
my so man. Let's see. Lately, it's been lately it's been not so much movies. Definitely more TV. Okay. Definitely been more of a Netflix person as of late. Um, just because I do this every few months, I like to go into a period of existential dread and quandary. Um, I I've thought been that was every waking moment of your life. Yeah, I've been rewatching Black Mirror. Oh gosh! Which is, of course, oh the new season comes out next. That's week. right. I know. That's pretty much. I've been rewatching it just. How could we forget the White Christmas out. episode? Oh yeah, well, dude. That that's, John Hamm episode. Uh, that episode's so that good. That John Hamm episode is very uh, good. That is yeah. For anyone who has not heard me do a twenty-minute rant on why Black Mirror is like one of the most important shows of the last like fifteen years, and the fact that it's. It's the new version, of, or the it's what it's the two thousands version of what Twilight, Twilight Zone, like, yeah. Zone has Except done. Except it's not family not, friendly. Well, it's not family friendly at all whatsoever. So yes, yeah, I don't. I like, have to set that precedent. Yeah. Rental advisory. I would say even if you're like high school and up, that's still oof, it would be. Rough. I would say yeah. if you're but under seventeen, probably don't watch it. Yeah. yeah, I'd Probably almost I'd almost slap the NC seventeen rating on it just for yeah. just for safety's sake. And it's not really like there are ways. some there are some. It's not really that. N- never mind. I won't get into it. Just don't watch it if you're yeah. underage. I'd say yeah. Yes, in a lot of ways, the the show is is not afraid at all to um to disturb you in ways that isn't necessarily gross. Uh, more of the mentally it's psychologically yeah hard hard to look at yeah. hard to think about. Yeah, uh, kind. Which in my in my case is like my favorite kind of show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. so even me, like I made it two episodes in, and I was like, I'm gonna need about a solid week of not thinking about this show, <laughs> yeah. and I could maybe come back to it, and then I would, and I'm like, okay, I made it another episode in. I'm gonna get, and so it took me like it's only right now it's only six seven episodes, and I would say it it, it took me emotionally two months just to watch the whole thing because yeah. how much of it was just it was a very it's exhausting right it is yes it's it's a good show it's but it a, definitely it's not a bingey show you can't binge no, it at all not at all you will no. you will hate yourself um yes okay. uh so that was good um i mean for re-watching it i've been appreciating it um i've been kind of poking more f- holes at the writing at times and in a lot of ways it tends to if anyone understands the metaphor I'm about to say, it tends to red pill drop mm-hmm. like a lot. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I started, yep. I, at first it, it seemed interesting. And now the more I watch it, I go, I get it. Like, I, I really get it. Like this, this is a bad thing and you should be worried about this. Yeah. And, and in some ways towards the end of the series so far, it's been like, all right. I mean, I, I really get it now. And so my only concern for this new season is, Will they continue to just kind of play this heavy-handed, red pill dropping? What are phones sense of but too grandi- much? Like the whole technology, like, like, yeah. mellow, like melodrama, and I don't want them to lose the potency of what their message is because it is important. It's important and it is potent, but I'm worried it will be watered down by people going. It just feels like it's preaching at me, and I don't want to hear that for an hour at a time. Um, and so, that's that's yeah, something um, that I do. I think I think that Black Mirror is is fantastic, and the episodes are awesome. And yes, but some people I've I've read some articles where people are like, I just don't buy into it because the moment you turn on an episode or the moment you start watching, it's like, okay, what's the twist? Okay, what's yep. gonna happen? You know, yeah, like it's definitely a victim of what it, it's a victim of its own good writing. You start to kind of want to 
compile it into a nice little convenient box of understanding, but, which was kind of its last thing it wanted to accomplish. Here's the thing, though, with that. So. I still get surprised, like not all the time, but a lot of times, even though I know there's probably a twist or something's going to happen, I think that Black Mirror still does a really good job of revealing itself, you know, effectively oh, and like efficiently yeah. in a way that's very entertaining. So I guess in a way I'm, I'm more referencing the overarching theme of each narrative. Cause you know, no episode is completely connected only by it's only connected by its themes. Right. Right. And its purpose of what technology will have an effect. And that is good, but sometimes it, it is a little just, preachy. It over, it yeah. is, it overplays it to a certain extent. And so I'm only worried that it might continue to do right, that. Right. And maybe even more to its detriment in the new okay. season. And but this new anyways, season is what? Four episodes. If I remember correctly, uh, it's six. Oh, it's six. Oh, okay. they doubled up. That's they usually it. did three. They did three, three, the Christmas special. Now they're doing six. Yeah. Because they've had it's a like longer Sherlock. break, which it's going to be interesting. I mean, so far, there's one episode that is entirely in black and white, and it is about a woman and a dog. I have no it idea what on earth. interesting at all. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Really I'm more interested. At the, I mean, I don't really know what to think of this new season. I've kind of kept myself spoiler free. I mean, I watched, I watched the, the, the teaser one trailer. For it, yeah. Like, yeah, the yeah, with like gave Mark, the title episodes and yeah, episode that was pretty. Like that. Yeah, that's pretty much all I'm going off of. So I, I have my ideas, but okay. we'll see. Um, Kayla and I have been because I've I've watched the series as it came out, but I kind of stopped the last couple, and then Kayla and I kind of finished it together. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mad Men. Okay. Speaking of John Hamm, oh, yeah. um, definitely at this point top. I would say definitely top five of television series of oh all wow time really no um i've heard great things about it but you know. i would i would say uh, i would if you guys have not given it a shot i would say it is in terms of period pieces you know a show that is based around a certain i think mm-hmm. the show takes place from 1963 to 1973 i think okay. it's a full decade yeah of the stories takes place it is if not one of the most accurate and beautifully presented period pieces of all time because and and the best part about it is yes it is a work of fiction and yes no part of it actually happened aside from their nods towards historical events happening right jfk um moon landing you know all those things as they happened the sex revolution big tobacco is starting to go down uh they do it in a way that they create a whole world that pays homage and is like constantly and consistently uh, a part of a world that we have never, we could never experience. Mm -hmm. I say this about our generation. Right. And it gives us a perspective into what life was like in a way that it is not over the top. Right. It's actually kind of accurate. It's, it's, it's it's very accurate, not just the costuming or the cars or the clothes. I mean, just the, the personalities, the, the mental, Uh the way the schema, the way the characters kind of think through things and talk about things like race, Mm -hmm. racism, human rights, suffrage, women's rights. It's, it's not this like, you know, in a lot of ways people tend to downplay it or they go over the top. This, Mm -hmm. this show, it's just, it's achingly human Okay, and it's, 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 it's very good. It's very good to just watch it unfold. The pacing is solid. I would say the only weakness of it is it tends to kind of get a little bit too plot driven and you'll find yourself going, I'm ready for something new. Okay. And you'll, you'll kind of, you'll have these little 
darker, deeper moments where you're like, I'm, I'm ready for the season to be over because I know it's going to get better. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But I think most shows, seven seasons long, tend to have those moments like any good show. Um, but yes, that has definitely been a good show. And then the final thing, um, and I just, I haven't finished it yet. I'm actually on the se- series fi- or season finale, uh, is Mind Hunter. Which has oh, been yeah, it's on Netflix. Yeah. Once again, I will I will slap a massive parental advisory. This is it makes Super me disturbing. Squirm. I've heard it's Netflix. Um, yeah, it's Netflix, but My man, it, it, it makes really me, enjoys it. I consider myself a pretty dark person, and that that show makes me squirm. Yeah. Um, hmm. and it's if for those who have not heard of it, Mind Hunter is about uh kind of the mid seventies or so, right after the Manson killings had happened. Um the FBI and the the Justice Department in general had never really considered and even realized that the era of serial killing and these people, they didn't even have a vernacular for it. Right. It's they didn't like even the have beginning the of it and killer. they're trying to work into like the it's, minds of like, what did, why do these people do what they do, right? That's yeah. correct. So it's it's pretty much just a, good, it's a buddy cop kind of show in a lot but of ways. But it's not comedic. Where it's these... At all, like no, buddy cop. It certainly has yeah. it has its comedic yeah. relief, um, but in but no, it is definitely steeped in, in much more of a darker tone. David Fincher mm-hmm. directed, yep. produced it. Um, so fans of House Alien, of Cards, Alien Three, Fight the best Club. Alien. Um, yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, Alien Three. I mean, no, nah, not really. But that's been an interesting show. More so, watching once again, it's a it's a fictional retelling of historical events. Right. So watch with a grain of salt. Don't treat it as if it's, um, you're watching the FBI created serial killer database. It's nothing mm-hmm. like that, but it's certainly interesting to watch a person who is surprisingly relatable, uh, the main character and watching him kind of realize that a lot of the lines that we draw between someone as terrible as a serial killer and a perfectly normal person are actually pretty thin mm-hmm. and it doesn't take much to make people do the things that they do okay. as much as he, he meets a lot of resistance from the outside, from the government. They don't want to admit that they want to criminalize and they want to put, you know, they want, I mean, a direct quote from the show is we are not paid to commiserate with them. We are paid to electrocute them. Right. And, right. right. Um, hmm. So it's kind of watching this. I mean, even the FBI and this is not, inaccurate to say this even the fbi then during the 70s the idea of psychological understanding and research they thought was just like something that you just kind of did to get to get the books mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. to seem important but there was no real focus or weight placed on understanding a person's psyche and so this right. was kind of watching that unfold and them go oh this actually is like a revolutionary concept and right. it will uh, yeah. the behavioral science unit is like probably the most important like sector of the fbi now mm-hmm. but in the mm-hmm. 70s it was two guys sitting in a basement <laughs> right and back then it was like oh hey this person killed 10 people let's just shoot them and call it good right yeah and that's pretty much i mean and that's what most of the show is them kind of meeting resistance ironically not from people not from the serial killers of course because when they talk to them they you know that there's one quote where they're talking about their first person they interview he's like man that guy cannot shut up like it's, it's right. unbelievable how much he wants to tell us about these murders. You know, he's saying things like, you know, it's 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 hard as a vocation. He's like, what? Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, butchering people. It's hard. 
it's I mean it's physically mentally and I'm like this is so weird like this man is just so calm mm-hmm. and collected when in reality if you go back and look at those interviews that they're referencing that's it's accurate and it's what these people were like and then you go this is someone that you could have just you know been in line next to to get tickets for a movie and yet he killed 13 people mm-hmm. <laughs> so Jeez. it's 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 definitely an interesting eye-opening experience yeah, that's awesome sounds interesting I've been meaning to get into it, but I know you got to kind of settle in for it and be like, this is going to be kind of, yes, it definitely, the first episode, it it gets your attention, but not in the way that makes you go, Oh, I got to know what happens. Right. And then right as they finish kind of setting it up by episode two, I would say it's definitely the hook point and it's only 10 episodes for the whole season and season two has already been greenlit. Right. It's considered, I think right now to be one of the most like fastly growing successful Netflix series to date. Right. I think during their premiere week, it only averaged a couple hundred thousand viewers for the week. And then mm. by the end of the month, they averaged 2.8 million. Wow. Okay. That's awesome. So, so I think in a lot of ways, it, it at least the trend lends itself to what I think is happening, which most people give the first episode a shot. They go, okay, it was cool. And then by two, they're like, oh, this is incredible. I, I can't, I got to keep watching. And then they just yeah. binge the other nine episodes in one, in one go. Right. Well, cool. Some, well, something interesting just popped up on my uh, my Facebook news. Are you so, the Office um, revival? Yes, yeah. NBC is doing no. an Office revival. They're they're yes. gonna ruin it. Yes, they're gonna. They're not gonna ruin it. Ruin they're gonna it. make it great. It's gonna be amazing. The ending. The it ending has of the to Office be. was so it was perfect. Good. Apparently, okay. It was so it says so this is just uh, comingsoon.net, which is a well-known news uh, site. Office Revival in the works at NBC. Um, yeah, there's one from there. A following assess of Will and Grace's return, the revival of The Office is now also in the works at NBC. Office Revival will begin again set at Dunder Mifflin's Scranton branch. Uh, expected a feature of mix of old and new characters. Apparently, Steve Carell is not going to be back, which is fine. He was, I think, he, he was. He knows it's going to be stupid. It's not going to be stupid. It, it could be stupid, but let's just hope for the best. Okay. Yeah. No. They're going to ruin a masterpiece. Whatever. All right. Well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, I, I want to get into Mindhunters. I'll, I'll I'll do that eventually. And we're all really excited for Black Mirror. Um, maybe we can do an episode on that sometime. That'd be cool. Um, but guys, you got anything else? What you reading? What you watching? Uh, anything else you want to you want to say for the Christmas season to our loyal listener? See what I did there? I, I, I didn't make it plural. Really. That was pretty funny, wasn't it? I'm sorry, your your fiance is the only one that listens to this. Hey, she actually doesn't <laughs> listen to this. She does. She's a smart woman. Every time, then. Every, t- <laughs> every time, every time I say, "I'm like, did you listen?" She's like, "No." Nah. I'm like, "Oh, I talked about you." Then she'll listen to the one segment where I talked about her, and that's all she'll listen to. Yeah. Well, she's a smart uh, woman. Yeah. She, she knows not to listen to stupidity. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Hey. hey, listen. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys. This, has been, this has been episode 18 of Movie Fellows Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, if you want to shoot us an email, you can email us at moviefellowspod at gmail.com. Wait. Hold the phone one more second. What's up? This just in. Beep boop, beep boop. <laughs> There's a G.I. Joe and Dungeons and Dragons movie release dates. Wait. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Episode over. Roll credits. Why was this news? Never mind. Have a wonderful night. I didn't night. know the Dungeons and Dragons was still coming out.
Yeah, it is. Oh, oh gosh. That and uh, G.I. Joe. All right, we'll uh, talk about the new out. great Fantastic Dungeons and Dragons movie when it eventually comes out. Not till 2021. Oh, well. Right. G.I. Hey, Joe is 2020. That's one thing that Avatar has on it. Avatar will be out before 2021. Are we sure? James Cameron will be dead before the next like one comes out. He's like 63. He's not that old. So, you know. People well, die young, Matt. It happens. Okay. We'll see about that. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh you can reach us at moviefillerspot at gmail.com you can uh, shoot us a twitter a twitter a tweet a quote wow whatever um the way to use your the english language the wrong I, way I, i'm the goodest englisher uh moviefellow at moviefellerspod and you can find us on facebook and youtube and itunes at moviefellers um well actually itunes is moviefellers podcast but the other stuff is i uh, is moviefellers uh Hit us up, guys. If you want to hear anything on the show, we'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening. Have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We will see you next week, guys. Next month. 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 There you go. We'll see you next month, guys. Peace out. See you guys next year. (laughs) Next year. Technically. (laughs) See you, boys, and see you, beautiful baby Uh, boys, in 2018. (laughs) I saw what you did. That was good. Bye, guys. All right. I already love you.